Ministries podcast. We are so happy you are tuning in. On this episode, Pastor Tony gives us a message on abiding in Christ from John 5, which was given at our annual fall retreat. Uh, I want to begin by sharing a season in my life where I felt that when it comes to my walk with the Lord, I was really struggling. I was really struggling when it comes to my walk with the Lord. And so for this, we go, we go back to the beginning of my Moody career. So this was some time ago. And some of you, again, may know this chapter of my life a little bit. But things were not going so well in many areas of my life. I was in a relationship that both people knew needed to end. I was totally not treating my friends well. I was damaging my friendships. My priorities were completely in the wrong place. And honestly, I was falling into temptations so easily. And my walk with the Lord was suffering. One moment that really woke me up to what was happening was when the youth pastor called me out. My youth pastor at the time, he called me out. He saw how I was living, and he told me that I needed to step away from being a high school leader. Okay, I was a high school leader at this time. And he told me that I needed to step away from being a leader to take care of things that were going on. Now, by God's grace, that moment really caused me to self-examine, and it cost me, it caused me to ask for help. Man, I need help. And with getting help from my youth pastor, the Lord helped me to diagnose the problem for why my life was filled with all kinds of mess. It's just mess left and right, every direction I turned. And and he helped me diagnose the problem. And I see it as we study John 15. The problem, why my life was filled with so much mess, was because I was not remaining in Christ. I was not abiding in the vine. I wasn't connected to the vine. I was not remaining in fellowship with him in all things. I wasn't in the word at all. I wasn't. I was kind of going to church when I felt like it. Prayer was something that was spotty in my relationship. Essentially, Christ and his word And living that out in all things was definitely not first place in my heart. And I was living as if I can do this Christianity thing solo. Have you ever thought about that? I can do this Christianity thing solo. I've got this. I've got that. I can do this. I'm wise enough to handle this without Christ. I can walk into this moment without Christ. See, what brought me out of that was this understanding of just how much that I needed Christ Daily. In fact, these passages for this weekend have been an anchor for me since that moment. Wesley, can you do me a favor really quick? There's something in that bin over there. Can you grab that for me? There's a piece of wood in that second bin there. Yeah, thanks. Give it up for Wesley. Look at this guy. Wow. Wow. So, John 15 has really served as an anchor for me in in many moments of my life, especially since this moment. And something cool is when Corey and I left our previous church, Bethel, to come here, 
We had a going, they had a going away party for us in the youth group. And Mark, the youth pastor, who was my best, who was the best man in our wedding, he made this for Corey and I. So you have this piece of wood here and it says abide. And on the back he says, Tony and Corey, always remember, apart from God, you can do nothing. Make sure you are remaining in Jesus. Trust him for the fruit. We hope this sign reminds you of the truth of John 15. We hope it also reminds you of all the ways God gave the two of you, or God grew the two of you while you abided in him here at Bethel. That was our previous church. We love you and will miss you both greatly. Love, Mark and Sarah. So these passages and this word has served as an anchor for me in so many ways. This is on my, this is in my office. I, it, right when I walk in, it's one of the first things I see when I walk into my office is this. And so I share this story with you about my life because I believe it points us to our big idea this morning. And the big idea tonight is this, or this morning is this. Abiding in Christ produces fruit within us that we cannot produce without Him. I'll say that again. Abiding in Christ produces fruit within us that we cannot produce without Him. And so for our passages this morning that we're going to see, we're going to be looking at verses 5 to 7 in John 15. See, my life was filled with all kinds of mess Every direction I turned, I wasn't producing any fruit because I wasn't connected to the vine. Abiding in Christ produces fruit within us that we cannot produce without him. No wonder why my life was filled with mess every direction I turned. I wasn't producing fruit and fruit that only can come from Jesus Christ within me. So verses 5 to 7. John 15, 5 through 7. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me, and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers. And the branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. So once again... We start off by getting this reminder of who the vine is. Who is the vine? God. Who's the vine? Jesus. Jesus. And who are the branches? Believers. Us as believers, right? So we get this reminder again. But there is something that comes in this passage that we need to take notice of when it comes to this process of abiding in Christ and Christ abiding in us. Notice the process. I think this is really important and really cool to check out. So the process goes like this. We start with no fruit in verse 2. Right? Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. So the process begins with no fruit. To then having fruit and even more fruit in verse 2. Every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that it bears more fruit. So we start with no fruit, then we go to having fruit, to having even more fruit, right? Those who remain in Christ go through the process of pruning to produce more fruit. But you would think it would end there, right? All right, I got fruit, and now I have even more fruit. 
Right? It would make sense maybe to end it there. But as you remain in Christ, there's actually a whole nother level. Look at this. To having much fruit, as we see in verse 5. This just goes to show the heart of God and the work of Christ in us when you remain in Him. Good, godly, holy things are going to happen within and through you when you remain in Him. But let's stop for a second and ask, well, what is this fruit that Jesus has been talking about this whole time? What is, what is the fruit? What's the fruit that is going to flow out of us and within us that is godly and holy and that only comes when we're connected to the vine? What is the fruit? Well, one answer is that many of you guys know it goes right to Galatians 5, 22 through 23, right? The fruit of the Spirit. What are they? Fruit of the Spirit is what? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There's your fruit. Fruit of the Spirit. And I would beg to say that many of us in this room at some point in our walks with the Lord have asked for these fruits. Have we not? We want for these fruits to reveal itself through us. And I would ask, I would even beg to say that some of us are like, man, I want to grow in this particular fruit when it comes to our fruits. One that I see on the list when I look at the fruits of the Spirit for me that I want to grow in is I want to grow in self-control. That's one for me that I, I look at that list and that's, that's an area where I want to grow. Self-control. I want to ask you this morning, what would it be for you? What is the fruit when you look at that list that you say, man, I want to grow in more in? Because here's the thing. Jesus gives us the key, as we said last night, on how to even begin to bear fruit. It all comes back to abiding in the vine. Do you want peace to take place in your heart and be what comes out of you and what you experience in your life? Abide in Christ. Do you want to grow even more in the joy that you experience in this life? Abide in Christ. So much of the Christian journey is about abiding in Christ. Because think about it. We talked a little bit about this last night. Think about it. What happens when you're not abiding in Christ? Guess who starts to not be so joyful anymore like they used to when they were abiding in Christ? Guess whose patience starts to fade and they're now ready to pop a cork the second that something ticks them off? Or that self-control that you once had that seemed to be going so well within your life starts to fade as well. It all comes back to abiding. You have been living disconnected to the vine. No wonder these things are happening. No wonder there's all kinds of mess. See, here's the thing. The more fruit, the more we abide in Christ, the more fruit we're going to bear. Don't expect fruit to take place if you're not abiding in the vine. And this is important to understand when it comes to the fruit we bear. This is crucial. Listen to this. 
The fruit we bear is not even about us or for us. The fruit we bear is not even about us or for us. We bear fruit for the sake of Christ and to serve others. We bear fruit for the sake of Christ, it's for him, and to serve others. Let's talk about this a little bit. When the fruit is ready and ripe, okay, let's just think generally here. When the fruit is ready and ripe, what happens? What happens when you see the fruit is ready and it's ripe? What happens? What? Yeah, someone comes, right? takes it and enjoys it, right? When it's ready to go, someone enjoys and partakes in it. Our fruit is there so that we can feed, okay, feed others with the words of God and with the works of God in and through us. When someone comes and enjoys the taste of the fruit that is within us, it directs them to Christ, not to us. It directs them to Christ. Now, besides the fruit of the Spirit in Galatian, here are some other ways we bear fruit. Here are some other ways we bear fruit. It is fruit within us when God uses us to proclaim the gospel and someone puts their faith in Jesus Christ. That's fruit that only comes through Jesus Christ. As we grow in holiness and godliness and choose to obey Christ and follow his commandments instead of disobey and sin, that's fruit bearing for you to say no to sin. And even the ways we produce fruit by serving others because of our abiding in Christ is fruit bearing. And when we lift up our voices to praise God in song with our hearts and with our lips, This is also fruit that we're bearing. Listen, check that out. Hebrews 13, 15. Through him, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of lips that acknowledges his name. When we worship him, we're fruit bearing. And if you're sitting here today and you say, I want fruit, Pastor Tony. I have seen none of it in my life. I want it to begin. If you want these verses to be where you're at and what your life consists of, here is the answer that I could tell you. Turn to Jesus Christ. Turn to him. It's the the beginning place for fruit bearing. And for those of you in here who have turned to Christ, and you want these things to happen even more, I want to grow in this, I want to grow in that, I want to grow in this fruit. Stay connected to him. Be in a constant state of staying close and near to Him. Always be connected to Him throughout the day. See, as Christ's followers, we're connected to Him, right? We know that. That's a base level thing. We're connected to Him always as Christ's followers. And God is always remaining in us through the Holy Spirit. But it's another thing for us to always say and choose to follow Christ every moment of the day. Remember, this is something that has to be cultivated. It's not automatic. This takes us back to verse 4. Abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself. I want to tell you this this morning. You cannot do this within you. You cannot bear fruit without Christ living inside of you. You can't. 
No matter how cool you are, no matter how strong you are, no matter how good looking you are, no matter how many good talents you might have or how many gifts you might have or how nice you are or how kind you are, you will not bear fruit unless you know Christ and are walking in fellowship with him. And I want to say this, just sitting on the couch thinking that Christ is going to do all this fruit-bearing work as you just sit and chill and not do anything, that's not how it works. You have to put in the work. Because what does it say? Abide in me and I in you. you got to put in the work. Now, of course, you might be thinking, hey, but Pastor Tony, I know people who are not Christians, and they're nice. They're like genuinely nice people. Or they have self-control, and they're kind, but they're not Christians. You know, while that, while that might be true in ways, the thing that makes the difference is this. Spiritual fruit that comes from abiding in Christ reproduces itself. Spiritual fruit that comes from abiding in Christ reproduces itself. And then here's the, here's the difference. Man-made fruit that comes from whatever we have within us how good we are, how talented we are within ourselves, not connected to the vine, does not reproduce. Man-made fruit cannot reproduce. Spirit-produced fruit, check this out. I love this. Check this out. Spirit-produced fruit will go on making more fruit and much fruit. Now check this out, check this out. And it will go from one life to another life to another life, to another life. That's spirit-produced fruit. Your kindness will grow and grow and grow and grow until the person that you're oh so kind to says, boy, I want to be kind like this person. Man, I want, I want that kindness that they're showing me. Or they see this kindness in you that they've never seen before or get from anywhere else because it's a Christ-like, spirit-filled fruit or kindness that only comes from Him. One of the best examples that I can give to show this on how God produced fruit within me and did an incredible thing in this spiritual, spiritual produced fruit that goes from one life to another life to another life to another life, one of the best examples I can give is seeing my mom put her faith in Jesus Christ. I was the first person in my whole family to put my faith in Jesus Christ. And then I come to find that my mom puts her faith in Jesus Christ. And then I come to find that my younger sister puts her faith in Jesus Christ. And now if you were to talk to both of them and ask them, they would tell you, I saw how my son lived, or I saw how my, my brother lived, and I wanted that. I wanted it. Now, I'm not showing this to you or telling you this, of course, to not boast about me in any way at all. If anything, this is to show you Christ was in me and through me, and it's only a work of Him. But my point is, is spirit-produced fruit goes from one life to another life to another life to another life. Man-made fruit cannot do that. 
no matter how good you are, how strong you are, how nice you are, how kind you are, without Christ, that's only going to go so far. It's not going to go from one life to the next to the next. See, the reality is this, and we've talked about this before at youth group, but the only reason that anything good comes out of us in any area of our life is because of Christ. This is what it means at the end in verse 5. Look at it at the end of verse 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. That's what we've talked about. And then here it comes. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Did you catch that? Without Christ, we can do nothing. Should I say that again? Without Christ, we can do nothing. We cannot produce anything without Christ. You can't produce anything good spiritually or anything acceptable spiritually in this life without Christ. Good luck trying. We can't make a good decision. We can't say something good. We can't think good things. We can't choose kindness, Ava. We can't choose love. We can't choose forgiveness unless it is Christ in me. I can't do it. Physically, I cannot because of my flesh. I can't. Why not? Because we are disconnected to our life source, the vine. If we're disconnected from the one that perfectly loves and defines love, if we're disconnected from it, guess what's going to be lacking in my life? What do you think? What do you think is going to be lacking in my life if I'm disconnected from the one who perfectly loves and defines love? What's going to be lacking if I'm dis disconnected from it? Love. I'm not going to be a very loving person if I'm disconnected from the vine. If we're disconnected from the one that brings and gives wisdom, you best believe that making good, godly choices are going to be difficult for us. We're not going to be able to discern what a good choice is disconnected from the vine. If we're not abiding in Christ and Christ is not abiding in us, it's going to be oh so clear in our lives. See, as I study these passages, if there is one thing I cannot help but notice Christ is showing us here is just how much we need the Lord every single day, every hour every moment, because without him, what good can we do? Can we do anything good? Can we? No. Apart from him, we can do nothing. This, this makes me think my mind goes right to the song, Lord, I Need You by Matt Mayer. That's where my mind goes when I, when I, when I study these. Yeah, Brinley says, uh-oh. <laughs> you can't do nothing apart from him, right? That's uh-oh. But this is, this is where my mind goes. Think, look at this, and please forgive me. Lord, I come. I confess. Bowing here, I, bowing here, I find my rest. And without you, I fall apart. You're the one that guides my heart. Lord, I need you. Oh, I, I'm not going to do it. Need you, right? 
Every hour I need you. My one defense. My righteousness. Oh God, how I need you. You might as well, Tony. You went right from No. No. That's for when I actually know how to play. We'll get to that. But this morning, like my mind goes to that, and I think that song is so perfect. This morning we need to understand that there only are two, there's only two options, guys. You either abide in Christ, remain connected to the life source, or we live a life that is filled with a whole lot of nothing. Those are your two options. Which will it be for you? What will your life consist of? Fruit? More fruit? Much fruit? Or nothing? And just in case we didn't get that warning from Jesus Christ and the importance of abiding and what happens to the branches that don't abide, look at verse 6. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers, and the branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. If there is no fruit, the branch is worthless. It's cast away. Now, I do want to say this. This is not teaching that true believers can lose their salvation. This is important. That's not what it's saying. It's not saying believers can lose their salvation, but rather Jesus is trying to show us again, just like we saw earlier in verse 2, that those so-called branches who say they belong to Christ but aren't producing fruit and aren't really connected to the vine, well, they're going to find themselves separated from God forever. 1 John 2.19 helps us understand this a bit more. When it says, They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. But they went out, that it might become plain, plain that they are all not of us. But Jesus, here's the thing, Jesus does not want us to stay there and for that to be the main focus. Because he comes back in verse 7 that really says, verse 6 doesn't have to be you though. If you are verse 6, it doesn't have to be you. There's something amazing that can happen within you if you abide in Christ and his word abides in you. What is that amazing thing? Look at what it says. Ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Now, some of you internally right now maybe have just exploded. Yes! I can get anything I ask him for. Maybe you're in this room and you think, yes, that means I could finally land the girl of my dreams that's in this room right now. (laughs) Maybe that is exactly what you thought about. All I got to do is ask for the Lord, and he's going to give me the girl of my dreams. Um, Guys... That's not how it works. Okay? Girls, that's not how it works either. Okay? Rather, rather, when we are abiding in Christ, our prayer life is going to be affected. Donald Guthrie, he's a commentator, he says this. I love this. Listen, those close enough to the vine will not wish to ask anything not in line with the vine itself. 
Let me say that again. Those close enough to the vine will not wish to ask anything not in line with the vine itself, himself. When you abide in Christ, your prayer life is going to take the heartbeat of Christ. You will shift from thinking that you can get anything in this world, because the passage says so, to praying according to the Father's will. And instead of thinking that God is a vending machine that will give us whatever we want when we want it, our prayers are going to become something like this when we remain connected to him. Father, and we're going to use the example of landing the girl of your dreams, okay? Father, may me and whoever have your wisdom and guidance to know if even pursuing a dating relationship is what you want. Father, my desire is for it to happen. Maybe that could be the case, right? Like you want this dating relationship to happen. Father, my desire for it is that it happens, but may it be in line with what you want. Reveal that to us, and may we find joy and peace in whatever it is that you have planned for us. See, that is a prayer that is all about wanting God's will to be on display, not, yo, Lord, you said ask anything I want. All right. Right? Like, totally two different. You see how our prayers can conform to wanting the Father's will instead of saying, oh, yes, I can get anything and everything that I want now. All I got to do is ask. So as we close this morning, when we abide in Christ, when a true branch is united with the vine, fruit will come. And not just some fruit, but more fruit and much fruit because God delights in giving fruit. And where there is fruit, there is a believer branch producing fruit, there is life, both physically and spiritually, and it is going to go from one life to another 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 life, because spiritual fruit reproduces. Man-made fruit does not reproduce. But where there is no fruit, we are not abiding. And why is that the case? Because... Apart from Christ, we can do, say it, nothing. nothing. We can't do anything. Last night and this morning and this weekend has this theme running all through it. And it is what we're about to sing here in a moment. It is our constant need for Christ every single moment. If there is a message you hear this weekend, out above anything, something that I hope is continuing to run through your head is I need Christ every single moment. I need him. I am so dependent on Christ to lead and guide me in all things because I can't do anything without him. Which in many ways is so countercultural, right? Because people pride themselves in being able to take care of themselves, right? I'm independent. I can do what I want. I'm going to do what I want. I can do what I want. Because I'm that cool, I'm that good, I'm that kind, whatever. People pride themselves in being able to take care of themselves, but we as believers can't do anything without Him. So things started to become different for me 
in my story that I shared with you early after I realized how I was living. No wonder my life was filled with mess every direction I turned because I wasn't connected to my life source. I was doing it without him. He wasn't first place. Things started to change for me because I sought Christ for help. I asked for other believers for help. I wanted to produce fruit that went from one life to another life to another life to another life. When I sought to begin to abide in Christ, my whole world started to change. Now, not everything was amazing or was perfect, but Christ began to restore my heart and began to restore my life. My friendships got restored. My relationship with my family got better. And I had this desire and hunger to get into God's word. My prayer life changed. The relationship I was in that needed to end ended. And it was so good for the both of us. God really rescued me. I was a leader in youth ministry again. And I believe going through all that was life changing for me. This became a whole lot real for me. This word became a whole lot real for me. I believe it was also a season of pruning that I believe really helped me to understand this word so much more. Abiding in Christ is everything. So much of the Christian journey depends on if we're doing this. So I want to ask, will you be a branch that produces fruit? Will you be a branch that produces more fruit? And will you be a branch that produces much fruit? Or will it be you're a branch that withers, is thrown away, and burned? Because you're not really connected to him. Where in your life are you not abiding in Christ this morning? Where do you believe you can go solo and you've been doing this thing without him? Where is that for you in your life? And do you want to go do awesome, incredible things and live a life that is all about fruit and doing good things for him? Is this word right here. It's abide. Remain in him. Stay connected with him. When you do that, awesome things are going to take place. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just come to you now and God, I, I just recognize and I pray that these students and everyone in this room recognizes just how much we need you. We can't do anything without you. Anything, like at all, whatsoever. There's nothing within us that can produce any good fruit. We can't. Oh, there is this desperate, utter dependence upon how much every second of the day we need you. Because the second we deviate from thinking we can do this, we, we can do this on our own, uh, fruit doesn't happen. We start to become who we were before. That wisdom that we got from you isn't there anymore. The self-control isn't there anymore. Peace starts to lack and joy starts to lack and patience starts to lack. Love starts to lack because we're not abiding in you. No wonder there's mess every direction we turn because we're not connected to our life source. So I pray, Father, that you'd be working on our hearts as we hear, as, as we hear from you this morning. 
as these students are hearing from you. So God, be with us now as we sing this song that says how much we need you every second of the day. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for tuning in to the Maywood Student Ministries podcast. We hope that this episode encouraged and strengthened you in your walk with the Lord. See you on the next episode.